time, don't I? Well, each day, we started off each day with, with a, uh, a theme. And day one was right over here. You guys, if you look over here, you see the firefly over here. Name's Flash. It's God is with us. Yeah. God is with us. Yeah, it's early, guys, isn't it? <laughs> but, but what we have in, in this story is God spoke to Moses in a burning bush, didn't he? Yeah. So what if you was walking around and let's say, let's say you're out hunting and all of a sudden you see a bush that's on fire, but it ain't burning, but it's on fire, huh, Corey? And all of a sudden a voice speaks to you. That'd be kind of... Could you imagine being in Moses' position there? No. Whoa. But you know how... I mean, the job Moses had was a pretty big job, wasn't it? Yeah. It was a huge job. So God wanted to get his attention, didn't he? So he spoke. Yeah. So he spoke to Moses in a burning bush. He had a very important job for Moses. Because at that time, all of God's people were in captivity in the land of Egypt. They were slaves to King Pharaoh. So Moses' job was what? He was going to go speak. God told him to go speak to Pharaoh and to tell Pharaoh what? Good job. Let my people go. But what did Pharaoh say to Moses when he went to him? told him no but how many know that before Moses went before Moses went to um, go talk to Pharaoh how many know he wasn't real excited about that was he he was a little bit nervous he was a little bit afraid but if you go into the Exodus chapter 3 verse 12 that was their verse of the day was this verse here and the first part says God answered I will be with you Come on, guys. God is with us. We are not. And what did he tell him? He says, I will be with you. We are not. Yeah. So how many know that when God puts something in our hearts and he sets something out for us to do, and it's outside of our little comfort zone, which it always is, isn't it? You know, doing this isn't comfortable. But you know what? It doesn't matter. Because God is the one that's in control. And, if, and what happens if we let fear control us? We're not in the will of God. God can't operate through us, but he will find someone else to operate through, won't he? And I don't want to miss that opportunity with God. So we are not to be in fear. Because why? Because God, right here, he says, yes, he does love you. He does. He loves every one of us. But God answers, I will be with you, and this is your sign that I am the one who has sent you. When you have brought the people out of Egypt, you will worship me, worship God at this very mountain. So, recap day one, guys. The very first step we did was what God is with us. And what did he tell Moses? He says, he says I will be with you. Right. All right. So now, when you go into um, the second point, which is right behind you over here on this poster, says God does what he said. Nope, I'm sorry, I'm jumping the gun. Look at that. You guys got to keep me in, in check. It's over here. God is powerful. I didn't hear that. God is powerful. There we go. So who do we have here? Jocks LaCroix. Why is Jocks LaCroix on this one? He has two characteristics, doesn't he? What are they? Yep, and what else does he have? And his tail. So that just kind of shows you that Jocks, he's got some powerful features, but it doesn't compare to God's. God is powerful. Yeah. 
Yes. But then when we get to this part, it talks about God sends the plague to Egypt. Why? Because Pharaoh wouldn't listen, would he? So, you know, we sometimes we think smog and some of this other stuff is bad. But what, what did God send their way? He turned the Nile River to blood. He sent disease, some sickness to them. But he also, what, frogs and insects and all kinds of stuff. But you know what was pretty incredible about that? Is even though it affected Pharaoh's people, God's people were untouched, weren't they? So that just tells you also God is always with us. But he's also powerful, isn't he? Yeah. yeah. And now Exodus seven seventeen. that was the verse of the day that they learned. And you look at that, it says, So this is what the Lord says. It says, I will show you that I am the Lord. Look, I will strike the water of the Nile with this staff in my hand, and the river will turn to blood. So not only do we un- did they find out that God is with us, God is powerful, God says, does what he says he'll do. He shows us, doesn't he, on a daily basis. He gave them a sign. Well, he gave them a sign a little later on. I'll get into that one. <laughs> Man. Is it hot in here or is it just me? <laughs> Whew. It's about 900 degrees. <laughs> yeah. <It's>, uh, <laughs> Woohoo! You thank you, Jesus, that he's with us. Amen. So he kind of got a real small taste of Moses. Moses led millions of people. So could you imagine that? Could you imagine that getting? And not only that, Moses, he had, he had a speech impediment. He stuttered. He didn't want to do that. But you know what? God, God will use any of us, won't he? Thank you, Mark. <laughs> uh, but God, God told him, he says, he's powerful. And he said, he always show you that I am God. How did he show them? He showed them. He, he, he smote the, the um, Pharaoh's people. They, are, they were the ones that ended up with all these problems, but God's people were protected. They didn't suffer any of these. Why? Because God told them, I'm going to show you that I am God. Okay, so now we can go on to da- the next one. Next point, guys, is which is over here, which is God does what he says he'll do. And here we see where God spared the Israelites at the Passover. And you know which was pretty cool? Kristen and Crystal, they were our snack shack host. They did an incredible job all week getting snacks ready. And this day was pretty cool because what they made was they had the graham crackers with some frosting in it, and then they had red frosting that went over the top of it, which represented the covering over the doorpost. So they not only did... You know, not only did they go through the stories, but even the snack was representing what was going on that day, which was pretty neat. That was an awesome idea. That was cool. And so these kids had all these little reminders and things that were hand-on experience so they could relate God's Word to, to them. So in here, he gave some specific instructions for each family. And what they needed to do was each family... Because what was going to happen here? God was sending the angel of death over. He was going to take the firstborn of every son, animal, all that. So what happened was, is God gave an instruction to Moses and to the people, is what they needed to do is they was to kill a perfect sacrifice, which was a lamb, a spotless lamb, and they were to take that blood of that lamb, and they were to spread it over their doorpost. 
So when the angel of death came and he saw that, he knew they were protected by God, so he moved on. Amen? Which right there is pretty incredible, isn't it? So when the angel of death saw the blood over the doorpost, he passed over that house. So now we know God does what he says he'll do. Yeah. But in Exodus 12, 42, what did the Lord do here? It says, on this night, the Lord kept his promise to bring the people, his people out of the land of Egypt. So this night belongs to him. And it must be commemorated every year by all the Israelites from generation to generation. So, going back, guys, God is with us. Yeah. He is powerful. And what? He does what he says he'll do. Isn't that awesome when God tells you something? He gives you a promise. He's going to do what he says he's going to do, but sometimes that is contingent upon us, isn't it? Sometimes it's like, Lord, how come you haven't done what you said you're going to do? And he's like, Tony, when you do what I tell you to do, I'll do what I told you I can do. Because God won't compromise his word. Willing. I found that out. I've, I've, I've had to go through a long, a, a long period sometimes because I'm a little bit stubborn. Because I don't really want it to go that way. I don't want to have to do it that way. But really, ultimately, God's going to win. So if we understand God's with us, we understand how powerful he is, but we also understand what he, he'll always do what he says he, he'll do. That means if we're doing what we're supposed to do, then he can do everything he wants to do. Amen? But the Lord, he kept his promise. You know, I've made promises before, and I didn't keep them. But the Lord's promises, when he speaks it, he keeps it. He honors his word. So should we. All right. So let's go on to the next step. Next one is, where was it? Over here. It's kind of dark, huh? God gives us life. Now, here's what's pretty neat. We just talked about, this is where Jesus dies and comes back to life, guys. Remember that? Remember being taught that? It says, earlier we seen, back on the third day, where God sent the plagues, or not the third day, one of them, it's the Passover, so it was the previous day. I did this last night, too. <laughs> Um, but what we have here is we just went through where they had to sacrifice a lamb who was spotless, placed the blood over the doorpost so that death would pass them by. But now here we have where Jesus is now, in the, he's been in the picture, and he came, but he was what? He was the perfect sacrifice, wasn't he? And his blood that was shed while he was up on the cross has covered us from the law of sin and death, doesn't it? It's awesome. He came that we might have life and life more abundantly. So it's pretty incredible. You look back, back then they had to use a real lamb, but Jesus came and he was that final lamb, wasn't he? That he lived, he died on the cross, he rose again, didn't he? So he, when he died, he, you know, the law of sin through Adam stole the keys that God had for us. But when Jesus came and he gave his life for us and he shed his blood for us, Mm. And then when, before he came back out of the grave and out of hell to come back, he stole the keys back, and he gave them back to us, right? So we now have life eternal through the shedding blood through our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, which right there, that, that deserves, and we should all be having a white hanky moment right now because without that, man, where would we be? Where would we be? Where would I be? I look at man, 
had Jesus not done. See, each and every one of us deserved that death, but he took it upon himself for us. And that, that to me is just absolutely incredible. Um, so when you go into Matthew chapter 28, verses 5 and 6, now it says, Then the angel spoke to the woman, Don't be afraid. He said, I know you are looking for Jesus who was crucified. He isn't here. He is risen from the dead just as he said it would happen. Come see where his body was lying. So not only do we have, guys, God is with us, but God is powerful over here, and God does what he says he'll do, but also he gives us life, doesn't he? Right, and he tells us, don't be afraid. He says, he is risen from the dead. So, you know what? When I get put in position sometimes, and sometimes, when it, well, most all the time, it's out of my comfort zone. Pastor, he likes that stuff. He likes to push you. And if you're, not, if you're comfortable, then he doesn't have enough for us to do, does he? <laughs> so he's going to give me more. But you know what? At the start, man, and Lene, she can attest that at the start, I'll be like, oh. <laughs> what am I going to do? What am I going to do? Why? Because that's my flesh thinking. I'm, I'm supposed to do it. Man, if I was to do this, this would be so jacked up, so messed up. But when I realize God is always with me, he's, he's the powerful one, he always will do what he says he's going to do, he's given me life, then I am in sin when I'm operating in fear. We've got to remember, when fear hits us, we're not in the will of God. God has not given us a spirit of fear, has he? So, if you guys get anything out of this, remember this stuff. When something comes in your life, and when the devil tries to throw something in your face to steal the seed that's been sown into your heart, remember, God is with me. Shut your mouth, devil. God is with me. He's the powerful one. He always does what he says he's going to do, and he's given me life. So get behind me, Satan. You have no place here. So we are not to be afraid because he's risen. He's taken the keys from hell, and he's given them to us. So we need to stop, as, God, as God's people, stop walking around letting fear motivate our lives. Right, kids? You guys are our leaders of the future. So remember these points. Don't just think this is one year of vacation Bible school and you forget. Remember this stuff. Think about it every day. Keep the stuff you were given. Look at it. Read it again. Read it, read it, read it, read it till you get it cleaned down in your hearts. And then when the devil tries to mess with you, you can tell him, uh-uh, no way, devil. My God is with me. He is powerful. He always does what he says he's going to do, and he has given me life. And when you do that, he has no place over you, and he's going to run. Amen? So now on the last day, guys, God, we found out God cares for us. Back there behind Bernie. Bernie, God cares for you. He's right there, right on your shoulders, baby. Yeah. So here's where we come into the part of the day where they got to experience how the Israelites crossed the Red Sea. Mm. But that, that right there, if you look at that, that's a pretty amazing thing, isn't it? God showed his power by having Moses use that staff. Could you imagine being there and, you know, all of a sudden you watch the ocean go, boop. And how many know that, that, that's a miracle in itself? But how many know if, if God's power didn't con continue to do what he wanted to do, when you walked out, what are you going to do? You're going to sink. 
because that, that's some mucky stuff right there, isn't it? But not only did God part the Red Sea, but he dried them a path so they could go through. But before they went, Pharaoh, he just lost his firstborn son. He, then he let them go. Well, now they are gone. These guys are coming up. They're getting ready, to part, getting ready to leave, right? Well, Pharaoh has a change of heart, doesn't he? His heart's hardened. He's angry. He's mad. So what does he do? He gathers all of his, his chariots and his captains, and he says, oh, no way. Uh-uh, I'm go, we're going, let's go get them. We're bringing them back. They're our slaves. We're not having no part of this. So when they get to this point, now Moses is up here. He's getting ready to take these people across, and they see the Pharaoh and his, all his armies coming. And what do they do? What happens to them immediately? They get into fear. Oh, why do you lead us out here? We, we should have went back. At least we, you know, at least we had things better there. What were they doing? Murmuring, complaining, whining. But what did Moses tell them? If you go over to Exodus 14, the 13th chapter, it says, but Moses told the people, don't be afraid. Just stand still and watch the Lord rescue you today. The Egyptians you see today will never be seen again. See, Moses had a great revelation, didn't he? And it was a good thing he had it. Because he could, if, what if he would have said something else? <laughs> so sometimes when we speak things, are we speaking God's word? Are we speaking the life that needs to be spoken? He just spoke life. He says, told him, don't be afraid. Just stand here. Just stand still and watch the Lord rescue you today. So what happened then? They went through. What did God do? He was with them. He was showing his power. Yeah, he's, he's about to do what he says he's going to do. He's given them life. Now he's showing now how much he cared for them. So as, that was kind of cool. <laughs> Let's get that out of tape one more time. Mark loves that stuff, huh? So what happened is they're going through. As they're going through, what does God do? The, the sea still parted. The sea still parted. But as the Egyptians and Pharaoh's men, as they're coming in to take them out, God closes the wall behind them. So that on that day, all of Pharaoh and all his men, they died. So God just did what he said he was going to do. Why? Because he cared for them. So when God tells us and gives us specific instructions, and we do what he tells us to do, and we don't allow fear to settle in our hearts, then God can do everything he says he wants to do, which was pretty cool on that day over in the Miracle Grow Room. Every day, each story, they had stuff set up so the kids actually would go through it and experience it. And what they did was, it was pretty neat. Had a big tarp. They set some tall things up. They covered. It was like walking through a big tunnel. And they had the fans going. And then they were hiding behind with their little mister. So when you went through, you know, and I, I'm going in and check it out. And I'm like, I want to experience this, you know. So I go through it and I'm walking through the Red Sea. You know, I'm not sinking. It's awesome. And I stop and I see the fish and there's a whale swimming by. Did you guys see it? I saw it. You didn't see it? Come on, you're the kids. You got the imagination. There, thank you. Yeah. Saw the whales. You know, ever, you guys see Prince of Egypt? Yeah, I just stop me looking at them. So that's what I saw. I'm like, whoa, check it out. And I'm getting all wet. So they got a hands-on experience. But, you know, it would have been kind of cool to be there that day and see that, wouldn't it? But they got a hands-on experience of a, just a small idea what it was like to go through the Red Sea, even though there wasn't really fish and wells there. But I saw them in my mind. 
So every day, these guys, they got to learn something really cool. And, you know, I really believe that if we just do what God says, and when the enemy comes against us and we stand up, oh, wait a minute, if you got someone that comes to you and they're like, oh, fear struck the heart, just look at them and go, hey, don't be afraid. Let's just stand still and watch the Lord rescue you today. If we would stop going, oh, Lord, yeah, oh, but we're going to pray for you. Oh, well, we're, we're believing God for you. you know? No, hey, let's not be afraid. Let's just stand still right here, right now, and let's watch our Lord come and rescue us. Amen. Come on, let's give the Lord a great hand today. Awesome. We serve an awesome God.